Hi everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Nostalgia Talks. I am your host, Natalie. Sorry for not posting anything for like two weeks. I know that was kind of a long time. I just was very tired and I needed a break, so I took those two weeks off of posting episodes. Um, But I'm back now, which is really exciting. And when you're going to be hearing this, it's going to be Christmas Eve. So happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas if you um, celebrate it. I hope that you guys get to spend it with people that you love. Um, Yeah, I just hope you guys have a good Christmas, good New Year. Um, But I just... I'm so excited for this episode. I know that I say that every single time and I I literally say the same thing every single time, but I don't think that there will ever be an episode. Well, never say never, but so far, I don't think there has been an episode where I'm going to sound more excited than I will sound in this episode. I'm really, really excited about this one. Okay, so today's episode is going to be about the new Wonka movie, which I'm I like I'm just so excited to talk about it. And I can't talk about this new Wonka movie without talking about the other two. So obviously I'm also gonna talk about the other two. Um so if you haven't seen the new Wonka movie yet, probably wait to listen to this until after you've seen it, because there's definitely gonna be some spoilers. And I hope you guys like this week's episode because I haven't talked about movies in a really long time. I kind of steered away from that for a little bit because I just didn't know if people were really interested in it. But I kind of just thought, well, there's no way that I'm going to pass up the opportunity to talk about the Wonka movies because I hold them very dear to me. Like, I love these movies way too too much, I think. So I'm just really excited to talk about it. All right, so the movie came out on December 15th. I watched it the day after it came out, so on the 16th of December, which was a Saturday, and I watched it with my parents. We watched it in 4DX, which was really, really cool and fun to see this movie in 4DX because I think this is kind of one of those perfect movies to watch in 4DX because it doesn't move way too much to the point where it gets kind of annoying. Um, Most of the movements are pretty subtle and they're really fun and there's some water that will squirt up in the air, but it's really, really cool. And I think that if there was any movie that you would go watch in 4DX, like this would probably be the one, especially if you don't really like movements all that much. I think this one's a really good one to watch in 4DX. Um, So before I get into everything i want to go over the ratings um i'm not doing like every single rating obviously but i'm doing the imdb rating which is um wonka got 7.4 out of 10 um rotten tomatoes wonka got 84 percent which is pretty good and then on letterboxd 3.5 so pretty good ratings to be honest um and this movie is a pg rated movie so you know, very kid-friendly, um, and it was directed by Paul King, who also directed Paddington, and, well, the Paddington movies, um, so, you know, that, that should really kind of set the tone for you, um, as to what you can kind of expect, um, 
and I just wanted to compare the ratings with the original Willy Wonka movie and then also with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So for Willy Wonka, the IMDb rating was 7.8 out of 10, uh, 91% for on Rotten Tomatoes and a 3.8 on Letterboxd. So pretty, pretty good high ratings. I mean, Wonka definitely still has a chance, I think, to, to you know, come up on the original movie, but for now that's that's what it is and then the charlie and the chocolate factory ratings uh was a 6.7 on imdb rating um and then rotten tomatoes was 83 percent and on letterboxd it has 3.2 so out of all the ratings charlie and the chocolate factory has the worst ratings i guess but they're still pretty good <laughs> and um okay before i get into like the actual like my actual review of the movie I want to kind of go over the cast so we have Timothy Chalamet as our Mr. Wonka and I just love Timothy Chalamet so much I really adore his work and him as a person I know people really wanted Jeremy Allen White as Wonka but I feel like that wouldn't make too much sense because this movie is a prequel and it is but and so I get it like I get wanting Jeremy Allen White to play Wonka but it serves as a prequel that also has its own original story like it doesn't necessarily have to follow the original which is what they took the most inspiration from was the original movie um so I feel like it wouldn't have really made sense to cast Jeremy Allen White um, because they kind of, you know, wanted it to still kind of be able to stand on its own. But I think if they ever did, um, a biopic of, um, Gene Wilder, then I think Jeremy Allen White would definitely 100% be perfect for that. Um, but if you haven't seen Timothy Chalamet in anything else, which I would find very hard to believe, but if you haven't, he's been in Call Me By Your Name, Dune and Dune Part 2 is coming out very soon. Um, Little Women, Beautiful Boy, Bones and All, and he's been in so many other projects as well. Um, I have watched everything that he's been in, except for Interstellar. I still need to watch that. But other than that, I've watched everything that he's been in, and I love everything that he's in. He is just such an incredible actor with such great range, and I think it's really cool to see him play a different sort of character this time around um yeah I just love him um and then we have Kayla Lane as Noodle I think this was her first big role because I've never seen anything else that she's been in but she has made um appearances on the show's family reunion and this is us um but I think she did a great job as Noodle and then we have Hugh Grant as the Oompa Loompa and I'm pretty sure you all know who Hugh Grant is at this point, but if you need a refresher, he's been in Notting Hill, Love Actually, Four Weddings and a Funeral, and a bunch of other stuff. You could just look him up. I'm sure if you see a picture of him, you would know who he is. Um, and then we have Patterson Joseph as Slugworth. Again, I've never seen anything that this guy has been in either. Uh, but incredible performance either way. Um, and then we have Matt Lucas as Prodnose. I loved his character and his comedic timing. I thought that it, this was like a perfect choice for Prodnose. This, this, he just played him very well. Um, and 
I mean, Slugworth, we've seen him before in the original, like, his character. Um, well, actually, no, we haven't, because that Slugworth was somebody that uh, Wonka had hired. So, technically, we've never seen Slugworth in a movie. Um, we've never seen Prodnose, and we've never seen um, the character Fickle Grubber either. So, it was really cool to see these new characters um, in a Wonka story. It was really cool. Um, but I've seen Matt Lucas as a host on The Great British Bake Off. I love that show. I'm a sucker for cooking and baking shows. I just really, really love them. And I think, well, he's he's definitely been in the Alice in Wonderland movies, the live action films, but I'm trying to, I'm pretty sure he was one of the, the little men. What are they called? Uh, can't remember what they're called but the little men you know what I'm talking about <laughs> and then we have Matthew uh Bainton Banton I don't know how to say his last name but we have him as fickle grubber again I've never seen anything he's been in but good good job in this movie and then we have the beloved Olivia Coleman as Mrs. Scrubbit I immediately when I saw her on the screen I was like oh my god that's Olivia Coleman that's so cool um but she's been in a lot of projects like a lot of them but more recently she's been in Heartstopper, The Bear, Secret Invasion um I don't know Olivia Coleman just has this like really great energy about her if you watch interviews with her she seems so excited about all the projects that she gets to be a part of like she seems like she's just so grateful to be a part of something that she thinks is just like super great I don't know if you if you watch interviews with her and then you'll you'll understand what I mean um and then we have Keegan Michael Key as the chief of police he is such an incredible comedian who's made cameos in so many movies and shows like there's just way too many to even list so but I'm pretty sure you've all seen something that he's been in. He's just so funny and so good at what he does. Um, and then we have Rowan Atkinson as Father Julius, which we mostly know him for his role as Mr. Bean. Um, he's a hilarious man. Um, but that's, I mean, there's more people in the cast. And I know I usually go through like the people who made the movie happen like the crew but I feel like that like you guys don't really want to hear me list all these people if it's not really something that you're interested in but I mean it's something that I'm interested in it's just I don't want to like bore you with lists of people's names you know so that's it for that um and now I can get into my review of the movie Okay, so I just want to preface this by saying that I've been a huge fan of the Wonka franchise since I was really little. Um, I've never read the book. I really want to do that eventually, though, but the original movie was a big part of my childhood. I mean, even the even Tim Burton's um, rendition of it was a big part of my childhood, too, so I was super excited when I found out a new Wonka movie was going to be made. I just, I love that there's now a Wonka, well, there's two Wonka movies that I can associate with my childhood, and there's now this new one that I can associate with my adulthood. Like, that's super cool, and I don't know. I mean, there's not a bunch of franchises that have done that, and 
that are like super special to me so that's just really really cool and musicals have been really growing on me within like the past two or three years and I loved the songs in this movie I keep singing them too like especially that one song oh my god you guys are gonna love this my parents especially are gonna love this um that song that um says well there's chocolate and there's chocolate but only Wonka's makes your eyes pop out your succulents. <laughs> I cannot get that out of my head. My parents know this. They're tired of hearing me sing it. I'm 100% sure. They've even said it, so I know that they are, but I just can't get that out of my head. But, um, but with that being said, um, I just, I really loved Timothy as Wonka. But, you know, I could be biased. I have a huge level of admiration for him. I, again, I've seen everything that he's been in and I just have always loved his performance in each one. Um, but it was just so fun to see him in a more whimsical, cheery role because if you've seen everything else he's been in, it's mostly drama-filled characters, like drama-filled movies with characters who are just have a more serious tone and so it's really cool to see him in a fun role like this i mean you can't help but feel gravitated towards wonka in this you can tell he's having just so much fun um and i love that there's that this movie is its own original storyline and i love the dialogue in this movie i thought it was very funny very lighthearted. it's just really good um it's the Wonka vibe very well. Um, I also loved the set di set designs. They're su they're super fun, and a lot of it. I mean, obviously there's CGI in this film, but a lot of it was practical and tangible. So that's really really cool to know. Um, and this movie is just so much fun. And there's one or two moments that do make you tear up a little if you're sentimental like me. Um, I think I just wish Timothy could have been a tiny bit wonkier for lack of better word but that could have maybe also had something to do with the script like even though I love the script and I love the dialogue I think maybe they could have added a few more lines that could have made Timothy's Wonka seem a little bit more I don't know again just wonkier for lack of better word um and I love that this movie can can stand on its own and it should be able to stand on its own um and I don't think that it should necessarily be compared to the other two movies but something that I really wanted to do in this episode was um point out things that I love about each movie and things that I really like really pay attention to the most in all of them so I just want to go through those like go through each movie Okay, so of course the first one that I'm going to talk about is the original Wonka movie, which was directed by Mel Stewart. I I could talk about this movie for so long. I am deep in the lore of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, I could honestly do an entire episode on just this movie alone. If you want that, let me know. I don't know if anybody would be interested in that, but I, I could genuinely do that. Um, there are a lot of people who say or think that 
people mostly gravitate towards this film more than the 2005 version purely because of nostalgia but I feel like that's just not it like this movie is very intentional with everything that it does and especially Gene Wilder's um portrayal of Willy Wonka he's very intentional with what he does and I think that he's just so incredible um but anyways let me just get into like things that I love about this movie which is probably almost everything um but the set designs on this movie are super imaginative it's as if you took it straight out of a children's book which is exactly what Wonka is of course but it's just like I mean I've never read the book again but it's like they took it straight out of a book and it's I mean that's hard to do so I just love the set designs in this movie even the machinery is you know it like everything looks handmade and I love that about this movie and I know um Rodal didn't like that the Oompa Loompas had orange skin and green hair but I think that was a a great choice I mean again I've never read the book but I feel like that's exactly what you would hope or th- think that they would look like I mean it's a children's story I, they should look abnormal and not real so I really really like how the Oompa Loompas look green I mean have green hair and orange skin I think that's so fun and so interesting and I love that artistic choice um and there are very few things <laughs> in my opinion that are better than hearing Gene Wilder sing pure imagination there's something about the way that he sings it that's just so what's the word that I'm looking for so like magnetic you're just like sucked in if if you know what I mean it's it's just so good he's so good um and I also love that in this movie, Veruca Salt has her own musical number because I really like the song. I I really like that song that she sings. And I also really love the choreography. I know that there's not like dancing really, but she gets to just twirl around and kick stuff and throw things and be aggressive. And it just seems so fun, especially for a young girl so I just I really like that musical number in the movie and I think this movie was just so great for its time and it stayed alive for decades now for a reason you know I love the snarkiness and the sarcasm and the playfulness of this movie and the characters it's just so good again I could talk about this movie for such a long time and I think that this version of the film was truly marketed for both children and adults in a way that the 2005 Tim Burton version wasn't um I don't know and Wilder was just incredible you can tell his version of Wonka has issues but he's still super fun and I love his character there's um this quote that I found online let me, I have a screenshot of it. Let me find it. Okay. So there, um, there was an interview with Roger Ebert. I hope I'm saying his name right in 1971. And so this was before 
the Willy Wonka movie had came out. Um, but Wilder said that he wanted Wonka to be a good liar. And this is a direct quote from him. He says, here's what I mean by lying. We all grew up on movies with scenes where the actor is lying and you know he's lying, but he wants to make sure you know it's a lie. And so he overreacts and all but winks at you and everybody in the world except for the girl he's talking to knows he's lying. I want to do the opposite, to really lie and fool the audience. And I think that's so incredible because it really does, I mean, Wonka doesn't show up in this movie until like 30 minutes or longer into the film. And the first scene you see him in, he comes out with his cane, he looks, you know, disabled and weak. And then all of a sudden you see him let go of the cane and he falls into a somersault which is just incredible, by the way. But I feel like that really sets the tone for the film. And, you know, that Wonka is in control of what you see and what you get from this film. Which is just so smart and so good. I love that so much. Um, but I think that's where I'm going to leave talking about this film. Um... There's just so much more that I could say. I've read so much about this movie. I have watched this movie more times than I can count. Like, I just, I love this movie so much. Okay, now let's get into Tim Burton's version of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think... It's super interesting to see a different version of Wonka. I really like Johnny Depp's facial expressions. You can tell a lot of what he's thinking just with through his facial expressions. And little fun fact for you, Depp wore veneers to make his teeth look like insanely perfect. And I guess this kind of changed the look of his face a bit, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, he was like 40 something when he filmed this movie and he looks very young and very different and I mean that could be because of makeup as well but I mean again the the teeth did make him look a little bit different. I had to pause for a little bit. You, I realized you could hear my brothers yelling towards the end of that so my bad. Um, but anyways yeah so the next thing I wanted to say I think the Oompa Loompas have a great they have great choreography in this movie but I don't like that they're the only ones who sing in this movie like not even Wonka sings in this movie which is so interesting to me because every single Wonka movie is meant to be a musical whether you like it or not I mean Rodal even included poems and songs in his book I'm again I've never read them but I've seen the poems and I've seen the songs so like these movies are meant to be musicals so it's just really interesting that the Oompa Loompas are the only one who's the only ones who sing in this, which, are they the only ones who are meant to sing? Are they the only ones who sing in the book? I actually hadn't thought of that. I don't know. Don't, don't come for me, but I do think that there could have been a couple more songs in that movie. Um, but it was very cool to see a tiny bit of Wonka's childhood to kind of explain bits and pieces of why, you know, he is the way that he is. Um, and I also love the ending of this movie because Charlie's entire family gets to live in their own house, but 
their house is literally planted in the factory and you know Wonka even has dinners with them and I think that's so sweet and so full circle and really makes your heart like warm inside like you feel warm inside and that's I really love the ending of this one more than the original um and I have a lot of admiration for Johnny Depp as an actor he has such incredible range and I think he made a really great Wonka I I I really think he did um and I like I mean as much as I I like the factory much more in the original I like the different take in this movie because it's more futuristic um but personally I just don't know if it was the best choice but I think it was really cool either way and I do like this movie but I'm just not like it's not my favorite and the only reason I'm not the hugest fan of this one is because except for Charlie's you know heartwarming story this version seems so much more cold and depressing and it's just not as fun as you want a Willy Wonka movie to be if that makes sense Okay, and last but very not least, we have Paul King's Wonka. I love that this film pays homage to the original in multiple ways. There's a scene where Timmy does that backstep back step on the stairs. Like, you know how in the original, um, Gene Wilder goes down the stairs, but then he, like, takes a step back and goes up the stairs and then goes back down. Um, I really love that they did that. Um, I love that they kept the Oompa Loompas orange and green in this one. And I love that the Oompa Loompa theme song is played on the flute, like right before you see an Oompa Loompa or like when you see them approaching. Um, I really, really love that. Um, there's also a scene where Timmy does, um, the scratch that reverse it and that was in the trailer and that was like a a big thing um on tiktok and instagram and stuff and i don't know why like why was that so funny to people i like that's in the original i don't understand i really liked it though maybe did people not like the way that timothy delivered that line i don't know i like it i thought i thought it was fun and i love that they kept in pure imagination i loved hearing timmy sing that it was very cool um and I really enjoyed the scene where um, Kayla and Timmy milk the giraffe and then uh, like Wonka sings this song for Noodle. It's just so cute and heartwarming and I really, really love that scene. Um, and uh, where was I going with this? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I really love that the Oompa Loompa was given a voice and a personality. I had been waiting for this moment because I've always wanted to hear the Oompa Loompas talk and like have a personality other than just like whispering to Wonka in his ear and you never get to hear what he says and like only hearing them when they sing. I love that they gave the Oompa Loompa a personality. I think Hugh Grant was perfect for this. I loved his dry humor and his sarcasm. It was perfect. He was so funny. Um, and I really enjoy Timothy's take on Wonka. He offers a look at how Wonka started off, you know, very naive, chasing a dream, very trusting, too trusting of the world. Um, and I think 
it's funny because this this version of Wonka says far more than he needs to or ever should but I love it I think it's so fun and so funny and I think he did a really great job um and I love that this movie feels more like a musical than the other two and again all three were meant to be musicals meant to be considered as musicals so if you are upset or are upset that it's a musical you shouldn't be this is common knowledge um but again i love the storyline of of this new wonka movie and i love the storyline with his mom um it's it's a tearjerker for for sure um again there's like maybe two scenes that could possibly make you tear up a little bit um, but something that was so funny to me, I was like, oh my god, because towards the end of the movie, Wonka eats this chocolate bar that his mom had made for him before he died. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they really specified when his mom died, but it seemed to me like she died when he was fairly young, so I was like, how old is that chocolate? <laughs> like, it was just, it was a, a funny thought I, I had. Um, and I also really enjoyed, there's a musical number, um, I don't know if it's called Scrub Scrub, but they say that a lot in the song, so I'm guessing that's what it's called, um, but I love that musical number, um, but specifically when Wonka creates this contraption that has the dog essentially doing all of the servants' work for them, it really ties in with the original Wonka movie, um, because... I, th I can't remember which it's like a washing machine sort of thing it remind it reminded me of that from the original and um it serves as a really great example to show how innovative and um inventive Wonka is and you know not just with chocolate like with everyday sort of things so I thought that that was really really cool The last thing that I wanted to talk about, um, and sorry, it's raining outside, so if you hear the rain a little bit in the back, I'm sorry, um, but the last thing I wanted to talk about was some of the things that I learned about this new Wonka movie, because there was a lot of research that I did, and looking up a lot of things, and watching like a ton of interviews about this movie, um, so I learned a couple of interesting things throughout the process of that and I just kind of wanted to share I wanted to share them with you guys because I thought that they were really cool and really interesting um so the first thing was that Timmy worked with Eric Vitro on his singing for this movie which I thought was so interesting and kind of random I mean I know Eric Vitro works with a lot of actors um so maybe it wasn't too random but it was just something interesting to learn and if you don't know who Eric Vitro is he's a vocal coach um He's worked with a bunch of people, but um, the most prominent in my mind right now is Ariana Grande and Sabrina Carpenter. So I don't know. I thought that that was just like really cool. Um, and I feel like maybe this isn't, this probably isn't super surprising, but there was an on-set chocolatier that genuinely did make like every single chocolate that you see on screen, which I thought was just really, really cool. Um, the attention to detail is really great for this movie. Um, and I guess I, I um, heard heard or watched or whatever in one of the interviews that they tried paying homage to the original Wonka with the dropped cane and twirl move that I mentioned earlier that Gene Wilder does at the beginning of 
um, well, when you first are introduced to Wonka in the original movie, um, and they were going to do it, they were going to try to do it uh, when Willie first opens his shop, but they couldn't quite figure out how to keep the cane in place after letting go um, with enough time. I think maybe they just didn't fully plan that out. I think if they had time to fully plan it out, they would have, and I think that would have been so cool. That would have been such a nice touch, um, but you know, it's fine. Um, and then almost everything, because Wonka has, in the movie, has this, like, case, and when you open it, it's like this chocolate maker sort of thing, and apparently almost everything in that case was practical and real and so most of what you're seeing move around and everything is actually happening which I thought was super super cool um and uh apparently I didn't know this but Timothy finished shooting Bones and All and then two and a half months later is when they started shooting Wonka which is crazy because those two I mean if you've seen Bones and All that's a crazy jump to go from that to playing Wonka super super crazy and bones and all he plays a cannibal and then so to go from playing a cannibal to playing a chocolate maker like a silly chocolate maker is just so interesting that's so cool it just shows like how much range he has and how talented he is and then not too long after filming Wonka um is when Timmy went to go shoot Dune part two like this man is booked and busy you know which is so crazy to me how somebody can switch into characters as quickly as he does. It's just really cool. Um, and then I guess all songs in this movie, except for Pure Imagination, were recorded. They were pre-recorded, um, and they were recorded at Abbey Road, which is so crazy. That's so special and so awesome. Um, and I guess the beginning half of Pure Imagination was sung live on set which is just so cool that's a really cool touch and I love when people do that like even in the new Hunger Games movie um I don't know if it was all of the songs but I know that Rachel singed sung sorry Rachel sung a lot of the songs live like on set which is really cool I love when when people do that um it's it's I don't know it's special you know um and lastly um there are talks about there being a second movie a second Wonka movie which is so exciting um I mean it would probably be like way down the line but I think it would be really really cool because if they do another one um the main focus is gonna kind of be about like how Wonka goes from being this super playful go-lucky guy to being a sort of impatient man with hidden troubles which is who we see in the two previous Willy Wonka movies. So I think that would be really, really awesome to explore that storyline and to see that because I am really interested to see like what happens in between those like, what is it, 20, 20 some years um, from like Wonka being older. It, it's just, it's so cool. I would really, really love that. very last thing that I want to say before ending off this episode is that, you know, again, I did a lot of research for this episode, and before doing all of this research about the films, and I, I did rewatch the original and Tim Burton's 
um, rendition. I did rewatch those after watching Wonka because I knew immediately that I wanted to do this episode. Um, but after, I mean, before doing the research and before rewatching with, like, rewatching the movies with actual intent, I think I never really realized why I, I've loved the Wonka franchise for so long and with so much, like, interest. Um, but I think I kind of know now, and I think it's because I'm a huge lover of the horror genre, and there's something so cynical and diabolical about Willy Wonka, so to have a character like him in a story that was written and has been marketed towards children is just so interesting to me and sort of twisted and I've never really realized that before but I think that's why I love these movies and this franchise so much it mixes horror and you know fun fantasy together and I really love that and I guess that's why I've always been gravitated towards that it's just super interesting um but I kind of wanted to end the episode with that um because I think it was just a really awesome realization for me um but yeah I hope you guys liked this week's episode um I hope you you know really enjoyed it and had fun listening to me ramble on about the Wonka movies uh yeah I just hope that you had fun as much fun as I did talking about it I like this whole episode I've had a smile on my face it's been so much fun to to watch these movies and research them I could just talk about it forever and ever, but I know that you guys don't don't care for that and don't want that. Um, but thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing Christmas. Um, and I will talk to you again next week. All right, bye. <laughs>